Welcome to another episode of the Streaking the Lawn podcast. Once again, my name is Pierce. And once again, I have Caroline and Paul with me this evening. Hello, Caroline and Paul. Hola. Hola, como estas? Nope, we have exhausted my Spanish. <laughs> oh, uh, hanging in there, hanging in there. How, how's it going, Darns? I'm good. You know, staying home. Yep. <laughs> Yep. Still sitting on the sofa. I've been playing some PlayStation. Everyone should get Ghost of Tsushima. Is, is Ghost of Tsushima good enough that I should buy a PS4? Yes. So that well, I can also play MLB The Show. It is part of it. So we'll just start right here. Uh, <laughs> one, it's a visually stunning game. It's beautiful. I don't know if you've seen the screenshots on sure. the Twitter, but it's absolutely beautiful. Um, someone described it as Red Dead Samurai, which is kind of yeah. close um there's a few things that they don't make you do like you don't have to spend half the game bonding with your horse before you can like run that's my favorite part i did like it too look when they have you pick your horse early it's like this will be your horse for the rest of the game make a good choice and i was very stressed um because i was like well that's a big decision yeah what if it gets hit by a train yeah i feel like i should be able to take all of them out and like you know see if we get along uh but then you get to pick a name um but it's really cool because i feel like i'm actually getting better and I feel like a lot of these games, sometimes I don't feel like I get better at them. Like, I don't know. I feel like, I don't, I just, I can see my skills getting better in these nonstop fights <laughs> because dude will ride around and he's like, oh, there's someone. I'm just going to challenge them to a standoff. <laughs> like, you're just constantly um, fighting people. Um, so I hate to break it to you, but games are designed to get easier for you if you're bad at them and tougher for you. That is so mean. Like they know there's a level of like fun that keeps you coming back and challenge. And yeah. For all of you listening (laughs) at home, Caroline is about to reach through her microphone and strangle Pierce. So this is a great example of that working. (laughs) Then explain to me why I keep going back and playing Call of Duty when my skills stay relatively the same. <laughs> well, but those like that's against other people. Like matchmaking no, for competitive no, no, games. No, no, so no, never no, play no. multiplayer. Never multiplayer play multiplayer. Sucks. Oh, no, Warzone's amazing. I don't you, you guys I only play totally story. wrong. I only play storylines cuz I am not one I don't enjoy like I don't have enough time to put into it to get good enough to beat random strangers on the internet who will just like figure out where I'm spawning and kill me repeatedly. Like that's not fun for me. I'd rather like play against myself to try and get better which again so anyway i love it it's great you should get it you get to pet foxes um you so ride around and like done. yeah <laughs> no more. just discover things and fight a bunch of people and it's a really big open map you get to decide where you want to go like what you want to do you get to outfit or like as you gain experience points you can like pick different things that you add to your repertoire of fighting skills so the the game doesn't play the same are we getting money from this game if they would like to send me money (laughs) (laughs) look it's a pandemic (laughs) we don't know if college sports are coming back esports may be the only thing we have by this time next year ps5 comes out around christmas so you could wait paul yeah but that thing's the size of a bookshelf like it's (laughs) I saw I, I, maybe I, it was an early prototype or something, but I saw a picture where it's like a solid foot taller than a. But PS4. then your PS4 will be much cheaper when uh, the PS4 oh, comes out oh, too. So. Okay. Anyhow, why don't we talk about UVA Sports? No, sure. that sounds dumb. No? Yeah. <laughs> well, there aren't any, so jokes on yeah, you all. 
Although we do have plenty of UVA sports news to talk about. Um, how about before we get into some football schedule talk, we can talk about Jay Huff real quick. Yay! Because you fell for it. Oh, I fell hard. <laughs> <laughs> because, look, it was the black and white photo, I think, that got me. Yeah. It's it was time. very intense. It's <laughs> and it was one of those, like, a buddy sent it to a group chat type yeah. thing. And it wasn't like, haha, he got me. He just, like, dropped the link in there. And so I went full, like, blogger brain. Like, I need to... I need to write this up. And so I started reading it. I was like, oh, shit. Like, this is happening. Like, he's going to... Because also part of it was, like, with the pandemic and with everything weird, like, maybe not having a season. He's decided yeah. to just now like one of, i like just let myself and it you know it's that fool me once thing this was definitely like he got me again and i was like that and then i was like oh he was kidding and i was like well i, I probably need to write that up too anyway so um but yeah he's back yeah i had the benefit of being offline as it happened in real time so like the first that i saw of it was was people saying oh jay huff, look at jay huff's very trickster you know yeah. announcement or whatever so i was i was thankfully primed for it because it was rather well done you got to let me go through it first and then just read. Yeah, I got to read your roller coaster after and not in real time. And it was well, see, it was a hard roller coaster to decipher because a lot of it wasn't words. No. <laughs> after the initial, <laughs> the initial J Huff's leaving for the NBA. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> gotta write it up, JK, writing that. Certainly big JK. for the who's. Um, I mean, I know we're we're excited to hopefully get to see Sam Hauser play basketball in orange and blue, yeah. um, but they they need, uh, you know, interior defensive presence, and Jay yeah. Huff certainly brings that. So, and they, uh, you know, Coach Wilford and Malcolm Brogdon did a they had like a UVA club series thing. Some people listening might have mm-hmm. been able to tune into that that they did with VAF, and Willie said that he said all the people showed up in shape, which again it's a VAF event thing I don't know how much <laughs> I don't think it was something that he'd volunteer if mm-hmm. they didn't show up in shape but it because that's the, one of the big questions for me with this weird offseason is you know what is the defense going to look like early in the season whenever they start mm-hmm. how what is how is this going to play out but assuming that they start on time or start relatively on time what is the defense going to look like how long is it going to take because there's a lot of newcomers how long is it going to take those folks to kind of you know get ready to go and he said I think a couple of the guys he'd like to see put a little bit of weight on which I think a lot of us expected in a few positions but um but he said Carson McCorkle's big boy he said he's like ready (laughs) to go so uh I'm curious to see what that all looks like but um yeah it's oh gosh yeah Season. I have not thought I, like it just it just occurred to me it's like oh yeah basketball right like that's a thing that's still on the horizon as something we want to happen yeah. it's painful to consider quite rightly correctly that uh it might not happen um I know one of the, yeah. like honestly one of the only sports not mentioned in the ACC's release that we'll get to about football yeah um I don't remember seeing anything about wrestling and I and there definitely was not anything about basketball they talked about some of the other winter and spring sports yeah but there was zero like the word basketball was not mentioned I f searched it <laughs> yeah it I mean there's the amount of people involved is is obviously smaller than football um, yeah so that's good but the whole issue like we said uh, the whole last episode it's not necessarily the sport itself although wrestling i'm sure they're like yeah well (laughs) wrestling's probably but i mean you could you could 
you know, quick turnaround every ACC wrestler and do it multiple times in the weeks leading up to each meet and feel relatively confident, confident that they don't have it or something, you know, something like that. Anyway, point being the real risk for these guys, no matter what sport they're playing and gals, no matter what sport they're playing is that they're living on college campuses and, you know, going to classes. So I don't want to rehash everything we uh, were hashing uh, last time out, but it, it, it really doesn't matter if it's only a few people that play basketball yeah. compared to it's, um, yeah. you know, massive uh, rosters for football. I think what, what pro, pro sports have shown us over the last month, month and a half, I guess, since you know, I think NWSL was the first one to get started that had a, a very successful tournament mm-hmm. um, with zero positive cases. Clearly the bubbles are working is basically yeah, right. what, um, right. you know, the NBA is, has had a solid start. Um, you know, the both soccer leagues that have done bubbles, the WNBA, um, the pro lacrosse tournament, the PLL is going on right now. They've had success. Um, where they haven't is, you know, baseball, traveling yep. a bunch of different cities, going to strip clubs, going to casinos. All of the Marlins have it. Now all of the Cardinals have it. <laughs> Don't know what's happening and some you know, bad choices being made. But So my first place at one point baltimore orioles um and now second place still winning record baltimore yeah. <laughs> orioles were scheduled to play those diseased miami marlins four games in a row and i was under the impression that these teams had taxi squads to bring up players when they yeah. need to fill spaces when their players if they if when they contracted covid so it seems to me that there was no announcement of, well, there's a line. And when you get that many <laughs> players with COVID, then we just cancel the game. Pause everything. It's bullshit. I, so they go, they go, all right, instead of you getting four forfeit wins or playing the AAA affiliate, <laughs> you get to play the Yankees, who are, you know, the best hitting team in baseball. So um but my point is the Orioles should be nine and one and they should at least let you play the triple a affiliate of the Yankees because that's about <laughs> the equivalent of the Marlins <laughs> certainly a, the Marlins missing 14 players or replacing 14 players you gotta think they were mess. gonna get those W's it's um, just a mess anyway. it's uh, I saw somebody make the really good point and I I regret that I don't have this on hand who it was um that as the reason the bubble concept doesn't work for college sports is as soon as you start treating student athletes as soon as you start treating the athletes differently than you're treating students you're admitting that they're different and that as much active litigation as the NCAA is in that's something they literally can't afford to do right now if 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 you accept the premise that the NCAA won't pay players or allow players to get paid um so it's a like the NCAA has painted itself into a corner that is, has the most obvious possible path out, which is. (laughs) And continues to paint themselves into a more difficult corner that will put them in a more difficult situation that they are looking at. Like there was, there was an option to make the easy move, not easy. There's still a bunch of questions and hoops about, you know, name image, but then you're like a third party is paying. Like we've talked about this before on the podcast now and shout out again we've talked too about you know with this time going on and the you know social actions being taken by players and players finding their voices like it's awesome (laughs) it is a very cool side effect of this disaster show that's happening in 2020 Mm -hmm. like 
and seeing, you know, the Pac-12 make choices and makes, and this is how people are like, can't believe they're asking for that much. I'm like, have you never done a negotiation before? That's how you do this. Like, you ask for a lot out the gate. <laughs> also, the Pac-12 is really bad at negotiating. So mm, that's yeah, true just too. start with that and you'll probably get all of it. <laughs> also true. It's just <laughs> And your own TV network. Because I think, I don't remember if we've joked about on this before, but earlier, not joking, I was like, so again, this was me thinking naively that people would like wear masks and be careful and stay safe and this would all be over in like six weeks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Poor naive March, yep. Caroline. Um, you're so grizzled and sad now. Um, I was like, yeah, you can't have you can't have athletes come back. If it's not safe for students, it's not safe for the athletes, right? right? That is completely the opposite now. Like the only way to keep student athletes safe is to keep the regular students away because you lose the ability to maintain the semblance of a bubble that you've created for the athletes. Like, and UVA announced today, um, which is what, Tuesday, that they are pushing the in-person, you know, opening the dining halls and the dorms and all that stuff until what, September 10th, 8th, somewhere in there? It's, yeah, it's two weeks after. Yeah, this, it's two the start weeks. Of the semester. Um, and honestly, it's just, you, it, this would allow, like, if you would let student athletes, like, stay in dorms and not, and take all the classes virtually, um, the chances of them not getting sick from, you know, you can follow all the rules you want, but if someone that you're in contact with does not, then it doesn't matter what you're doing. Um, so anyway, that's my. That's why they should have kept old, or kept the old new dorms, the old Alderman Road dorms, because then just give every athlete a suite to themselves. Yeah, <laughs> and you're fine. Yeah, uh, they may have run out of buildings, Paul. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Look, you'd only die from the building collapsing or the mold everywhere, and, and not from. <laughs> and COVID. that's not contagious. Exactly. So. <laughs> it's uh, just a mess. <laughs> it's just a mess. I mean, they're still gonna go. They're still gonna hang out with their friends, though. You know, like I think. And it's, yes, there will be some, but I also think that there are some athletes, and maybe it's, it's just night. I think a lot of them really want to play. Yeah. And they're willing to just hang out with their teammates. If you know, I don't know, I don't know what it looks like. I, I have no idea. I'm not, I'm no longer a college kid. Obviously, I have been before. And yes, I like to go do fun things with my friends. I'd like to do that now, honestly. <laughs> like, um, but you, the idea of like, classes and dining halls and you know you can make like i said you can make all the good choices you want regarding doing those things but if you have to go to you know the bathroom on the end of the hall and someone else has been using it that didn't do whatever i mean or you look at rutgers like they're half their team or you know, 15 people have it because they went to a party off off right. campus like that's how this stuff happens right it's not right. even a mystery it's not a mystery how you can get it you there are situations you put yourself in that have higher risk <laughs> and that's usually how you contract the disease like sorry yeah ranting at this point but it's very frustrating to me well yeah obviously i mean it's <laughs> it's it's very frustrating to, to to all of us i'm sure it's yeah. frustrating to the players um it does seem you know if if there is a team that is doing everything it can uh at the collegiate level to pull this season off virginia is certainly that team or one of those teams so that's nice, um, but they can't play themselves <laughs> ten times. That's nice. So, it is. I'm it is nice. Me. I mean, I think you know. Our, I think our team and coaches are taking it as seriously as yeah. anybody can be. Um, and the transparency is good. huge. I think you know, yeah. having yeah. being told what the 
procedures they're going through and what they're following and the you know positive results and updating everyone on that mm -hmm. i think is important because you see what happens when teams don't do that and then there's also stories of mask sharing yeah i was gonna um, say we got that going what? for us no reports like, of like mask uber for masks like what no, no like a, cer <laughs> a certain football team to the southwest there were reports that the players on it were sharing masks at practice <laughs> And so the coaching oh my staff God. had to, um, quote, I believe, address that with, with the teams. Yeah. I mean, you know, they try oh real hard God. down there. Um, Look, I think Caleb Farley is making a good decision for himself. Of course like, he is. Well, yeah, he's leaving Blacksburg. That in and of itself is a good decision. <laughs> I mean, I don't blame – you know, I think there was a wide receiver today from <sighs> Minnesota. Like, Woof. I don't – I think whatever decision needs to be made – for your best interest whether that's for your family if you're caring for someone if you want to make sure that you don't get look i mean look at erod for the red sox like he's in his 20s and has a like long lasting like hopefully recoverable heart condition now because he had it like this is no joke it's not just about whether or not you die but um but his stories about what they were doing in practice is it is scary because this is why the ACC in other conferences are like, we'll go to conference only because at least that way we can be sure that people are following protocols. And this is just a glimpse at that that is not necessarily true. Right. Yeah. Conference only really doesn't accomplish anything other than <laughs> everyone reports to the same boss. Yeah. Like, like you said, um, it, it, it doesn't make it safer, <laughs> you know. Totally. Yeah. It should theoretically, it should if everyone's following the same rules. But if, clearly, they're yeah. not all following the same. If rules. your conference mates are are somehow guaranteed to treat, you know, take this more seriously than yeah. other conference teams, but that's sort of faulty hope, you know. Like it doesn't. <laughs> how do conference divisions guarantee any sort of like? Uh, sincerity in following uh, protocols like as if any of the conferences out there are like yeah but it's not actually a pandemic you know what I mean um, <laughs> well if there's one thing that UNC and Louisville and Florida State and Miami really like it's following rules right, that right, apply right, right. to college <laughs> athletics at least we're not playing all the oh wait <laughs> <laughs> oh wait we are playing all of those teams but I do kind of like, do you think that they would, so we can talk, I guess, talk about the schedule now. Like Schedule segue, we did it. <laughs> Woo! Do you think, I kind of would love to see this just continue. No. Yeah. Wait, what's Only this? Play conference oh, a 10 plus one Yeah, format? why not? Why do I care? Like, I, I don't know. Why do I care about Virginia playing, uh, like, why do why do I want to get stressed about potentially losing to a worse team out of conference? What's well, not just worse to you? I mean, I don't know. I, I like the variety of the out of conference schedule. I mean, I would be down for. I like, don't want to play. A, I'd be down for every ten year. plus like, two. You know, what I mean, like, there's yeah. no reason to have. There's no real reason to have like William and Mary and and Liberty on the schedule every season. Like, there's Definitely just not. get those W's. Make a bowl. Make a bowl. It's a it's a clear reason. Warm up game first off, second yeah, so off. So ten plus two. Pad your schedule so that we can make the Mayo Bowl every year, as is the goal. <laughs> I really last, do want to play it, but I don't like the team, phrase Mayo Bowl. Last year's team missed that goal. They overshot the goal. <laughs> 
which is better than undershooting the goal, but still missing the goal. Um, <laughs> Look, we've got the Mayo, the ACC now has Mayo Bowl and I think a Citrus Bowl tie, and if not, definitely an Orange Bowl tie. Like, we're halfway to a fruit salad. This is great. Oh, God. You don't cook, man. <laughs> oh, I know it was worth it. That was worth it. I don't care. Oh, God, I'm going to barf. All right. Uh, like an I am Spilly recipe. You know what is good? Here's a tip for you cooking-wise for your fruit salad. Put coconut in it, and it'll keep uh, the, like, one fruit dominating the rest of the fruits. You mean banana? It will stop banana from dominating everything else? I don't put banana the only in dominating fruit salad because, ugh, but, you know. You know how, like, so the football schedule, as we were Trust saying. me, it's a, it's a culinary... This one was my, that one's my fault. I'll own that. Let's, Let's go over Virginia's schedule, though. Um, we don't quite have an order or anything. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong there. Right? No, there, just, there home, hasn't been just home any. and away. No schedule. No actual schedule yet, just opponents. Mm-hmm. It, so, it took me until basically just right now to realize that Georgia Tech is not on here. Yeah, yeah. that's that's probably that's the weirdest, weirdest. Georgia Tech uh, and Pitt are the only two yeah. coastal teams. I'm fine without Pitt. Yeah. Yeah. Pitt's not even really in the ACC, I'm pretty sure. So... <laughs> BC, that one, yeah, that one took me a long time to figure BC, out because I was like Duke, Louisville, North Carolina, and NC State at home, Clemson, FSU, Miami, Virginia Tech, and Wake Forest uh, away games. So a pretty brutal away game stretch. We figured they would play the Hokies uh, away, uh, considering the cycle for that. Uh, we were already going to play Clemson, so yeah, uh, and at Clemson, so that's partially prepared for that. Um, but two Florida games uh, in, in addition to those two away games. And, you know, Wake's no slouch. Uh, that's, that's, that's a brutal away lineup. I don't love having to go to Florida twice in the pandemic because I don't know yeah, if you've true. been keeping track at home. Well, they, I, they don't have great Hopefully numbers. it's easier to actually quarantine the players when they get to <laughs> Florida and be like, yeah. none of you dudes are leaving the hall on this hotel. Yeah, nobody touched They have less nothing. reason to. Well, I'm, you know, there's things to do in Florida yeah. for sure. But uh, yeah, no, it, it, it's it's – that that's a whole nother level of concern yeah. but uh, but playing miami in miami again um so they did virginia did play at miami this past season the mm-hmm. worst uh that i hate that i hated that game so much uh for so many reasons one of which being bryce hall got hurt in that game but mm-hmm. um it's uh i mean that's fine like look the game against duke was supposed <laughs> to be at duke and it's in charlottesville again so great I'm assuming they'll have to make some sort of switch back to the schedules next year if they do return to, um, you know, Atlantic and Coastal Divisions again, so that it's not a third straight year um, for either Duke playing point. in Charlottesville or Miami playing right. um, in Miami for a third sure. straight year. In um, the Virginia, obviously, I have not spent nearly as much time looking at who else was supposed to be home and is now an away game. I don't care. Um, I mean, I care. I love all of you, but just time-wise, this is what I've had time to do. The only one that really matters is the Hokies. uh, Yeah, and honestly, like, Virginia, like you said, Virginia was going to play Clemson at Clemson anyway, so playing at Clemson with 
most likely, barring a huge switch in what is happening in our lives, uh, no fans is honestly not a bad deal. <laughs> like, we'll take, yeah, I'll take that. I don't think it's going to make much of a difference. <laughs> uh, you know what? Look, I, yeah, you're right. Probably not. But, you know, little victories. But, no, for sure. Little for victories. Sure. Take Maybe they don't call it Death Valley this year. It could help. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Uh, it could help marginally, at least. But uh, I don't know. No one's going to look at this who isn't an EVA fan and pick anything above five and five. Um, and I bet most non-UVA fans are going to pick something closer to, to four and six or lower. Really? I think UVA is getting See, I'm not sure about unfair. Oh, they're getting unfair treatment because of the quarterback question. Yeah. But it, you know, the the point is still not a wrong one. Like Bryce Perkins was a he was super pretty good, hero, you guys. Uh, and they've good. got to replace him. Now we would say as UVA learned experts that the defense is still really strong and that there are you know reasons why Bryce Perkins was able to do some successful things uh the line's going to be more experienced we like the receivers a lot we have a talented uh running game at least on paper running game we have talented running backs at least on paper um I don't know, it's, you know, yeah. it's, it's a, it, but again, the, the way schedule's brutal, so you can't pick many away wins, even with orange and blue colored glasses, so. Uh, I think even, I think even putting aside the orange and blue colored glasses, there, this was going to be a huge question mark season across the ACC anyways, mm-hmm. that last year, there were so many first year coaches that this year, you know, the, the second year under a new coach is sort of the rubber meets the road season that you start Mm -hmm. to find out what a program, you know, might really be. And there's so many of those programs with question marks on UVA schedule. Is the Mac Brown resurgence in in Chapel Hill legitimate? Is the Scott Satterfield resurgence for Louisville uh, legitimate? Is NC State in a starting a period of decline or are they going to bounce back to the eight, nine win a year team that they were in the last you know few mm-hmm. years before that is Miami ever going to get its shit together is Florida mm-hmm. State going to get its shit together you know, there's all of these questions that especially in a year when the offseason has been so weird teams that needed to make a big leap forward this offseason to either get back to where they were or get to where they wanted to be um, that's not something that they are able to, to have put in the work to do yeah I, but I think I don't know. Like, obviously, a lot of those questions could go either way. It doesn't mean that, um, you know, all, that it's going to be yes. It doesn't mean Mac Brown, yes, it really has it going on. It doesn't mean Miami is going to take a step up. It doesn't mean that, um, you know, NC State, not all of that is going to work against Virginia. But as you rattle off those questions, Paul, I got to feel like there there aren't any – there aren't any cupcakes, you know, there, there, there isn't oh, the, the, yeah. the, there isn't the team that's like, well, they're, you know, the, like Georgia tech who, who actually, you know, give Virginia a bit of a game during their first season after of a complete rebuild. Um, it just, I think it, it there's going to be more parity in the ACC. So considering, I, I think that I'm, I look at it, that when I look at these, I, I think the should wins, you know, if I'm looking, if I'm using the same format that our yeah. good buddy Matt Trogdon used for bowl, bowl watch <laughs> stuff the past few years, the should wins, I'm looking at BC, Duke, NC State, and Wake. Um, 
Wake obviously has some talented pieces. Uh, they are going to be without a like starting a new quarterback as well. True, you know, true. they have Surratt returns and he was the top yards per game guy for Wake. And in look, in Dave Clawson's a talented co- like he's a good coach. Like they're going to be ready. Um, yeah. But I, I think with I don't think there's going to be as much of a drop off as people are saying. I think getting uh, I think is it Shane Simpson, the new running back mm-hmm. from Towson, I think is a huge piece in a in a position where there were still a ton of question marks just because one, I do think that both lines should be much improved. I think the offensive line will be much better. Um, Tala Papa obviously got some good yardage and scored a lot of touchdowns. Um, but we all agree that that was a huge hole last year. Um, so I'm curious, you know, you look at Brennan versus Keaton. Um, what is that going to look like there? You're absolutely right. Virginia has so many questions. I, I worry. I, I just don't know if Duke's going to be, like as good as some of the other Cutcliffe teams have been. Yeah. Um, you can say Duke sucks. It's fine. <laughs> so, but again, I think like I, to tell I, I know truth. you're not like, are you the one that doesn't like Cutcliffe or doesn't think he's yeah. as good as everyone says? Um, Both. <laughs> I'm, I'm mostly, this is probably the worst possible scenario for NC state because this kills me every time I think about it. NC state fans have talked shit for years at least six, several seasons about how oh, if we were in the coastal, we'd win every year. We'd have a shot. We'd always uh-huh. dominate like all this stuff. They are playing every <laughs> single coastal team. <laughs> like, That's great. They are playing more coastal teams than Virginia. They have both That's, Georgia Tech and Pitt. There's which I'm no sure, way. Which I'm sure their fun. fan base is taking completely in stride and not as <laughs> any sort of conspiracy against conspiracy. Them at yeah. Headquarters. But they're also going to have a really like they're not supposed to be that great this year. So not only are they having to play all the teams that they constantly talk about how they would be so much better than they're having to do it in a season that's super weird and yeah. in a year that they're not that that is kind of a down year for them, which happens to teams if you're not Clemson. Um, so it's just kind of it's so funny to me, and I do feel kind of bad, but not really because they have talked a lot of shit. <laughs> it just like <laughs> makes me laugh so hard that NC State's like, yeah, we could be in the coastal, and now they actually have to be. And I think someone from the athletic said they were going to go one and nine, and I just could not stop laughing. But um, I think behind Clemson, I actually think the hardest game is going to be North Carolina. I think North Carolina is the second best team in the conference. Sam Howell they is certainly have the second best quarterback. Yeah. 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 They return it's not so the many pieces. <laughs> they return so yeah. many pieces. Um, and I'm not usually like people talk about Virginia Tech being really good just because they return so many pieces. We'll see. I'm, I'm curious to see what they look like. Um, I don't think that their fan base had a ton of confidence in what they were doing last year. So it's kind of like bringing back, bringing the band back one more time. I don't, the, the coastal is a bunch of, the band the, is Nickelback. Yeah. If, if everyone returning isn't any good, then, <laughs> then it's really not why that, is that big a good of thing. A, yeah. yeah. And, and Paul hit it on the head when you talk about, you know, you've got second year Manny Diaz, they have Derek King, Derek, Derek King um Derek King coming in and he's good he's very good sure. um so I you know the Miami fans are super stoked which means nothing because who knows what is gonna happen That's they were super the stoked every other year so <laughs> but you know you, another new coach for Florida State what are they gonna look like um so yeah it, there's big names on the schedule I don't necessarily think that, that means that it's an automatic L, but those you know you're right the away schedule is uh, a little brutal i'm curious to see how it all shakes out with you know the f- open dates and the whatever 
but yeah i mean i think you you know for, uh, to hit 500 you're, you're hoping well to, to to get above 500 you're hoping for two away wins in addition to four home wins yeah. you know obviously we'd love to see them run the table at home and all those games are winnable bc duke louisville unc nc state are winnable but but no one's going to bet on virginia to win all of them yeah. and only the most optimistic of us are probably going to bet on them to win four of those so either way um you know you got to win that weight game on the road and you hope fsu just stays not very good or Miami doesn't really improve and, and we're able to, you know, play a little well enough to, to win there, unlike uh, last season slip up. Or you hope could, that, you know, <laughs> we're, we're continuing this this streak that we got going <laughs> against the Hokies. You know? It could be worse. We could have Syracuse's away schedule, which is yeah. Clemson, Louisville, North Carolina, Notre Dame, and Pitt. Jesus. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah. And the Hokies don't have really much anything easier going on. I mean, they 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 get to host Clemson. It's brutal. Are you favorable? Um, um, yeah, but, <laughs> but Pitt, Pitt, UNC, Louisville—that's a tough road stretch again. And you know, I guess Wake and Duke, if you had to pick away games, are are good ones to pick. <laughs> maybe even more so if we were considering fans. So maybe it's a bit of a wash. But uh, regardless, it'll be. Really, really interesting to watch this play out. If it does get to play out, um, obviously we want it to. We are just sort of again being realistic about <laughs> the possibility of uh, of getting these sports going on. But we will know one way or the other in about a month, um, maybe a little more than that, depending on what week they officially start to do it. It'll be interesting to see who UVA picks up as an in-state. Uh, out of conference game. I mean, plenty of good options there. Uh, which does it does it have to love. be? A, I, I forget. Does it have to be a team from? No, no. The, same the state game the just game has to be played in state. You got it. The latter there. Yeah. So obviously, the easiest people to convince you to come to Scott Stadium and pay them some money would be in state teams. But maybe I'm wrong. Or to keep um to keep that the away game at ODU. Which was already on the schedule. Oh, that's a good point. I'd like that. Yeah, I'd right. like that. But unless also we do like, what Tech did, yeah. Go to ODU get our, get <laughs> but you know, kicked. it's it's not definitely not gimme. Like that's a team that will give you a good shot. But I'm, um, I'm sure Zane Zandier would, would like to play yeah. Monarchs again after the time he had last season against them. But plenty of news to uh, collect until then, and and see if it works out. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll be back uh, in you know, the coming weeks. Things are starting to ratchet up here with uh, the hope that the sports do return in the near future. So uh, stay tuned to streaknalon.com for all of those updates. And uh, for everybody at the blog, I'm Pierce. Talk to you next episode. Go Blues. <laughs>